Thank you for listening. Opinions expressed are free speech protected by the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. We apologize if you were offended, but we retract nothing. Background music by Jason Shaw and Audionautics. Good morning. Welcome to the Tuesday, April 12th edition of the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. I've noticed for years and years the different mainstream leftist, progressive, liberal, woke news outlets, the media, the mainstream slimeball media, they all must get together and decide what is their buzzword of the day. They all get get up in the morning, go have coffee outside the White House and say, the buzzword of today is electric charging stations, for example. And how Biden is proposing a plethora of electric charging stations. Now, Biden never uses the word plethora as much as he uses the word hyperbole. But let's say that was the word the media came up with. A plethora of electric charging stations to come. Suddenly on ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC... CNBC, HLN, CNN, you hear the word plethora, followed by charging stations. It's like they get together, look it up on their liberal Democrat word of the day calendar, and start spewing it to you. I'm going to stop for just a moment. Way back when I was very young... There was a song that came on the radio. Ricky, don't lose that number. I hated the song. I thought it was a terrible song. The, the, the whole entire song was offensive to my ears. I don't know whether it was the beat, whether it was the bass line, whether it was the fake electric keyboard or the voice, or even the backup singers. But I hated with a purple passion the song, Ricky, Don't Lose That Number. It's the only one you want. You know, I hated the lyrics. But you hear it enough, and now when it comes on the radio, I have to listen to the whole damned thing. Because as a ute, and you say ute, as a ute, I heard the song so very many times that it became ingrained in my psyche. And now, for the rest of the day, I won't get that song out of my head. And if you know the song, Ricky, Don't Lose That Number, you won't get it out of your head either. You're going to find yourself around 10.30 this morning, walking to the restroom for your morning constitutional you're going to be humming or whistling that song. Ricky, don't lose that number. It's the only one you want. You might use it if you feel better when you get home. Or something to that effect. Sorry, it's early. I have no singing voice that I'm aware of. But that song will be in your head for the rest of the day. Why? Because when you were young, they played it in rotation in the top 40s 
radio format over and over and over again. When the song reached number one, it was played a minimum of once per hour, every hour, 24 hours a day, until it dropped out of number one. It actually played once an hour, every hour, 24 hours a day, for 17 weeks as it remained in the top five songs. Hated it. Well, after watching the news today, full media, the entirety of media, they want you, they want you to realize that Joe Biden's goal is to install a plethora of electric vehicle charging stations. They're going to start in the major cities where climate change takes its toll at its worst. They are going to tell you that they need to install a plethora of vehicle charging stations and they need to do it primarily, initially, in the large cities, the big metro areas, you know, where Democrats congregate. And after that initial installation of a plethora of vehicle charging stations in the major Democrat-controlled cities, they, the Joe Biden administration, will begin installing a plethora of vehicle charging stations in smaller cities, and then eventually along the interstate system at rest areas. Now this could pose a problem, my friends. Cities, I understand. You got a lot of tree huggers. You got a lot of people who live in the city, work in the city, don't travel that far from point A to point B. In fact, in many cities, point A is not very far at all from point B. You could actually walk or bicycle there. But the push, the herding of the sheep, you, the sheep, has begun in earnest. First, we eliminate availability for people to go out on a Saturday and look at new gasoline-powered cars. How? We use, we weaponize, we politicize the Wuhan China novel coronavirus pandemic. We make up something called a computer chip shortage. Make it up. <clears throat> Didn't exist before. Computer chip shortage. That's why there are no gasoline and diesel powered vehicles on your dealerships, showroom floors, or parking lots. Guess what? Supposedly, there were millions of vehicles simply sitting produced, 99% completed, only waiting for computer chips. That's what we were told, remember? As soon as the chip shortage clears up, all the manufacturers of cars and trucks and SUVs have to do is go and plug in the chips and they'll be delivering vehicles just like before. There are no empty shelves, Joe, right? There are no empty showrooms. I don't think the cars were being manufactured for gasoline-powered engines. I think that the auto workers have been continuing to make cars and trucks and SUVs. 
But they haven't been waiting on computer chips to run the windshield wipers or the automatic start-stop feature when you get to a traffic light and your car gets its engine turned off until the light turns green. And then you get to grind away overworking a starter 400 times more than it ever was intended to work. Nope. They have been working to put electric engines in these cars, these trucks, and these SUVs. Suddenly, surprise, we've got electric cars, electric trucks, and electric SUVs. And they're coming out just in time for the midterm elections. What? Supply chain shortage? Look at your local dealership. They've got lots of cars. They've got lots of trucks. They've got lots of SUVs on their lots. It is you who refuse to buy electric cars, electric trucks, electric SUVs, because you are not hip. You are not with it. You are one of the people who is the problem in our country. You want an evil, gas-guzzling, fossil-fuel-burning vehicle. And we've got all of this supply of fresh, brand-new, awesome electric vehicles. What is wrong with you? Are you anti-American? Joe Biden has put in a plethora of vehicle charging stations. Outside of Costco in Minneapolis, Minnesota... On Friday of last week, a young lady pulled into the Costco with her electric car, and she pulled right into the electric charging station, and she plugged it in, and she put her credit card in, and she began charging. And since it takes two and a half to three hours to charge an electric car, she went shopping, and she left her car there at the charging station. Well, some young man who was desperate to charge his electric vehicle saw this one single solitary, not a plethora, but a single solitary electric vehicle charging system. So he backed his car up to the opposite side of that electric charging system. Then he did what you might expect someone, a fine upstanding, fossil fuel hating, electric vehicle loving United States citizen to do. He disconnected the charging port from the woman's car and just simply plugged it into his own. Her credit card is now paying to charge his electric vehicle. I guess he figured he just needed a quick charge. 30 minutes, 35, 40 minutes. But he wasn't aware that the woman had already been there for two hours shopping in that particular shopping center. When she returned, she found her car disconnected. Wow. He was stealing her electricity. This is going to be the norm. It takes two to three hours to charge one of these electric vehicles. And that's on the fast charging port. And that's presuming you're not all the way out of juice. That's presuming you just want to top up Top off. You're going to find more and more instances and incidents of this nature because there are not and may not for decades be enough 
electric charging ports to meet the ever-increasing demands of the sheeple who have been fooled into buying these new electric cars because there simply are not enough electric charging stations available and there aren't enough gasoline and diesel-powered vehicles being placed on these showroom floors. Now let me ask you a question. In all of these major metropolitan cities, and let me apologize for the scratchy voice, the sinuses are kicking today. Pollen is in the air and it's driving me nuts. But in these cities, where all of this demand is suddenly being falsified for electric cars, or where the really wacky tree huggers really do want electric cars. Good for them. And there aren't enough charging ports. What are the municipal vehicles running on? The police departments, the fire departments, the ambulances, the mayor's cars, the city councils, the Department of Public Works, Department of Safety, the sewage department, the water department, the electrical department. Hell, even the electric utility companies still have gasoline and diesel-powered vehicles in their fleets. The vast majority of their vehicles are gasoline and diesel-powered. And that's the guys who make the electricity, using fossil fuel, of course, to make that electricity. They use oil, they use natural gas, they use coal. You know, fossil fuel to make electricity. The Democrats make up what they think is something that should be important to you. People like Alexandria Horseface Cortez, Beto O'Rourke. The Democrats make up a false crisis, then they weaponize that false crisis, and then they tell you that you should be thinking about whatever that false crisis or issue of the day is. I'm telling you, they sit around with the media and they say, here's what we're going to talk about, folks. We need to divert your attention away from all of the salacious behavior of Hunter Biden, all of the illegal, unethical, and immoral dealings of that individual and his family, including his uncle, including his daddy, the president, the big guy, 10% on the take, totally fake Joe Biden. That's the way it works. They, the media, and their willing cohorts, the Democrats, come up with the crisis de jour, the crisis of the day. And then they pound it home like Ricky don't lose that number. They say it to you over and over and over again. Here's an example. Do you know what a ghost gun is? A ghost gun. That is a gun that either comes made of completely plastic components so it cannot be detected by a metal detector and can be easily taken apart into its component elements and stuffed in different areas of a suitcase and then reassembled quickly to make an actual gun that will fire a bullet. Or a ghost gun is when I go to rack.com and buy a lower unit for an AR-15 and then go to Barrel Depot and buy uppers and then go to another site and buy other component parts and all the parts just simply arrive at my house 
by FedEx, Amazon, UPS, or even the post office. And now I can buy every spring, every individual component of a gun, and then assemble my own gun. After all, I was just buying repair parts, replacement parts. I can buy each individual part, assemble a gun that has no serial number, no traceability. And I don't have to register that gun. That's a ghost gun. Those are the two types, the two definitions of a ghost gun that I have been made aware of. Well, I don't think this is a big problem. I really don't think John the Banker, Mike the Mechanic, Bill the Baker, Avery the Accountant, Billy the Baseball Bat Manufacturer, Harry the Air Conditioning Man, I don't think any of those people are out there right now conspiring in their basements to build one, ten, a hundred, a thousand so-called ghost guns. I really don't think ghost guns are a problem. Just like I really don't think that the LGBTQIARPTWXYZ plus infinity sign crowd deserve near the amount of attention that the Democrats and the mainstream leftist progressive liberal woke media is giving them. Think about this. The Asian community in the United States is 5%. How many Asians do you see on a daily basis? Unless you live in Houston, unless you live in New Orleans East, unless you live in some neighborhoods near Seattle, unless you live in Chinatown in New York. <clears throat> Honestly, and I'm not being racist here. I'm not being bigoted. I'm just saying, in your daily life encounters, how many Asians do you run across on a daily basis? I would venture to say, unless you work in government, unless you work in an Asian-centric section of the city, you don't run into too many Asians. Not a whole lot. 5% of the population. The percentage of the population that identifies as transgender, on the other hand, is less than 0.03%. That is one-third of 1%. That's it. It's not a whole lot of trannies out there. And yet, every newscast, every television show, every news article that you come across has something to do with the transgender community. For some reason, that is so very important. The crisis of the day, transgender hatred. They call it transphobia, which is a complete misnomer, a complete wrong use of a word. Phobia means fear of. I don't fear transgenders. I don't fear that a transgender is going to convert me and convince me that I need to get a pecorsectomy, have Harry and the twins move out in favor of a small slice. Sorry, I just don't see it. There is no phobia when it comes to transgenders. It is, however, in my opinion, a mental health crisis that should be looked at as such. There is something mentally wrong with you if you wake up tomorrow, for example, and say, 
I want to be a horsey. I want to be a horsey. I'm not going to walk on two legs anymore. I'm going to tear off all of my clothes. I'm going to grow a big, beautiful mane. I'm going to never trim my fingernails again because I want big, beautiful, shiny hoofs. And I'm going to be a horsey. Wouldn't you think a person who walks around neighing and whinnying and <laughs> all day long, eating grass, walking on all fours, would you think there might be something mentally wrong with that individual? Do you think maybe just a little bit? It's the same with a transgender. Ooh, here's a penis and testicles. They're ugly. I don't like them. I think I'm going to identify as a female. What? You're still hanging down there, guys? Well, I'm going to tuck you in with some duct tape. I'm going to walk around in some pretty smooth panties, and I'm going to tell everybody I'm a female. Oh, I got to pee. That's inconvenient. Now I have to untape my penis and my balls, and I have to pee, but I'll pee sitting down. That's what I'll do. I'll pee just like the real women. I think I'm a girl today. I'm going to wear a dress and put two tennis balls in a C-cup bra. I'm going to wear that, and I'm going to let my hair grow, and I'm going to start taking hormones so this pesky beard doesn't continue to grow. Something is mentally wrong with these people. Something is definitely wrong upstairs. If they think downstairs is not what's there. A woman can tape her breasts firmly against her chest. She doesn't have a penis. There is no adedictomy. Unless you're Chaz Bono, Chastity Bono. The wacky daughter of two wacky individuals, Sonny and Cher. They used to do a variety comedy show. They sang the song, I got you, babe. I got you, babe. That was what they were famous for in the 1960s, 1970s. Wacky, drug-using hippies. Cher's still out there. If you look at her, you think she's a man, but I think that has a lot to do with menopause. But her daughter, Chastity Bono, which was a misnomer from the word go, Chastity Bono, decided she wanted to be a man. So she went and had a surgeon carve out parts of her upper thigh muscle and skin grafts. She was chunky anyway. She had some excess fat removed. She had a penis, a fake penis fashioned out of her own thigh muscle and she had it installed. Yep, she thinks she's a dude. You tell me that's mentally correct? You tell me that's not mentally unstable? I'm sorry, my friends. That's just nuts. What? Oh, they didn't give her nuts? I heard they did. I heard they gave her two marbles and a piece of skin from the other thigh. Either way, that's just nuts. This is the Truth Hurts program. We are once again coming to you from the front seat of the old F-250 as we traverse the Baton Rouge Interstate 10 route under very foggy conditions this morning. 66 degrees, completely clouded over. 
dense fog in the area. National Weather Service has issued a dense fog advisory until 9 a.m. for the region between Baton Rouge and Slidell, Louisiana, on the north shore of Lake Pontchartrain, and until 10 o'clock this morning for portions of the south shore of Lake Pontchartrain, including New Orleans, Jefferson Parish, St. Charles, St. John. Not that I'm here to give you the weather, and by the time you hear this program, it will be irrelevant because many of you listen a day or week later. You are being herded like sheep, as I said at the beginning of the program. You're being herded by a media which is driven by the Democrats. Make no bones about it. And even Fox News, the very most listened to cable news show network, they are leaning very, very far leftward from where they were. Yes, they were very, very far right, extremely far to the right. And now many of their hosts are leaning left because that's what they were trained to do since middle school when their liberal, woke, progressive-leaning, socialist-loving teachers were starting to indoctrinate them into thinking that free thinkers, people like you and I, people who enjoy freedom, who enjoy liberty, who enjoy the benefits of our Constitution, who enjoy our capitalist society, where our own knowledge our own education, our own experience, if done properly, if we do the jobs we're asked to do and do them well, will get you a bonus, will get you a raise, will get you a promotion, will allow you to buy stock in that or some other company. That's what we were taught. But the liberals, the progressives, the woke, the socialist-loving liberal Democrats They think that only the government should be telling you how to live, where to work, how to eat. And that if that guy over there has something nicer than you, it's wrong. And that you should be simply given an equal, equitable share. These are the very things we as children, people in our 50s, people in our 60s, were taught was evil. And it is truly evil to think that someone can sit home on their couch and collect a check each month from the government and that they are somehow entitled to live the same lifestyle as someone who goes out and busts their ass and works hard, one job, two jobs, sometimes more, works hard, succeeds, excels, and gets promoted. Somehow, It's not fair that someone sitting on their couch waiting on the third of the month for a a handout, a pittance from the government, should be living at the same economic level as someone who works hard for their earnings. I don't understand it. But again, like, Ricky, don't lose that number. That song that's in your head that you'll not forget today. You won't forget it. These children grew up hearing over and over, capitalism is wrong, socialism is the right way, equity, equality, every white person is a racist, every black person is a victim. All of these key buzzwords, these Ricky don't lose that numbers, 
that have been drilled into their heads their entire lives. And when they look at someone who is of a conservative mindset, someone like you, someone like me, they think, what is wrong with that guy? I mean, he actually thinks there are only two genders. That guy, Steve Z, there must be something mentally wrong with him. He thinks there are only two genders. He thinks working hard is the way to achieve and accomplish. There must be something mentally wrong with him. Because like sheep, they've been herded for their entire lives, indoctrinated by the system to believe something that is so twisted and sick that they believe there are more than two genders. That they believe that somehow... Wow, we are running very low on time for this edition of the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. And I've made it to Baton Rouge, Louisiana with a few minutes to spare. This is good news. Before I go today, I just want to leave you with a couple of quick thoughts. Joe Biden is still your president. And if he died today, Camel Toe Harris would be your vice president. And if she died today, nasty, naughty, Nazi Nancy Pelosi would be your president. We're screwed, glued, and tattooed, and that is reality. Go out there and try and make it a great day, everybody. We'll see you on the next edition of the Truth Hurts program. Welcome to the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. 